Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Today, our study basically is going to go over... Oh. What we're going to go through is the bigness of God. Mm -hmm. And I forgot to mention, but my name is Lisa. You're all wondering, (laughs) my name is Lisa. Yeah, and um, we're going to talk about the bigness of God. And I don't know if we all went to Bible study. I mean, not Bible study, um, Sunday school or not. But we all know the song, My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing that he cannot do for you. And that is basically what was on my heart when I was planning this study because I realized that I was at a point in my life where I feel like I knew a bit about God but I really didn't trust his bigness and I really had to humble myself to seek out how big God is Mm. and I remember one of the activities that we had on the day was to um, draw up a table of who God is and on one side and then the other side we put who we think God is Mm. And it was one of those cases where who God was, was totally the opposite of what we thought he was. So do you guys want to share how you found that session and what you put on who God is and who you think he is? Do you want to start off, Ife? Um, Hey guys, my name is Ife. How how did I see God? And sometimes still do, I think a misconception about God is that we think he's a man, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and we think that he would respond in the way that we see men respond. So sometimes men lie to us, sometimes men disappoint, you know, sometimes men just don't show up. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I don't mean men as in the gender, I mean man as in mankind. Um, Yeah, they're just, just, you know, not reliable, they're very frail, and I think sometimes we take that perception that we see around us and place them onto who God is, mm-hmm. um, not was or will be, but who he is right now. And um, we really, you know, sell ourselves short when we trade the goodness of God um, for the experiences that we have with man. Yeah. So I remember just saying, you know, God, you're not a man that you would lie, mm-hmm. as it says in the Bible. You're not a man that you would lie, but you are faithful. You mm-hmm. are a deliverer. You are um, a divine covering over us. And your word to us is true. It will not fail and your promises will last. And I think that's just one thing I took away, but you know, not not trading the goodness of God to what I see temporarily. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Susanna? Hi, hi guys. My name is Susanna. Thank you, Lisa. Um, one of the misconceptions I had about God and put on my side of um, who I thought God was, um, just punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I struggled for a long time to understand that um, God God isn't a typical father in mm-hmm. that. Um, you just you just be punished and there'd be consequences and there wouldn't be um, an opportunity to be corrected and then show show that you've learned um, mm-hmm. from the correction. So for a long time I just thought, okay, he just punishes you if you do something wrong. That that's that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no opportunity to learn. There's no. Um, I I understood forgiveness, but very very like briefly, like surface level, like he'll forgive, but it's always there lurking in the back of his mind. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for you to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the misconceptions that I had and put on that side. Like he's just a punisher, a very strict um, punisher, like Miss Trunchbull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, he's not going to put you in the chokey, don't Amen. worry. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Princess? Um, I think for me, 
one misconception that I had was that um, God um, would do absolutely anything to ensure I always have a smile on my face. And mm. and that was something That's that a different one. That's <laughs> deep. That's deep. He was, I'm just sat back. <laughs> he would like, do absolutely everything to ensure that that smile stayed on my face. I was never unhappy. And I think it was quite selfish of me to actually think that because there, there are times where potentially what I'm asking for is quite harmful mm-hmm. or the things I I'm just waiting on him for is a selfish desire and he mm. knows that it's in in the long run this is something that's not going to be- benefit me in any way yeah. or in a way that will glorify him mm. so I feel to recognize that although God will always want his children to be happy but he's also a holy God so yeah. even if it means you know saying no to certain things He's still, everything he does is still for our good. So it's yeah. always for our good. But in that moment, it might not feel good. Yeah. Yeah. But understanding that he's not, he's not, he's not that person. He's not just there to ensure, oh, I need to ensure that you're always smiling. Even if it means saying, go walk into that fire. As long as I want you to smile, that's what you want. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. No, no, he will correct us. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was something that I feel to understand. But now I do. Thank God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so one of the, things that is really important about knowing the character of God and knowing the bigness of God is by looking and reading through the word of God and um, we had a look through a snippets of the Israelite story and we are going to begin in Exodus and we're going to look at the birth of Moses and a lot of this will be paraphrased because it's large chunks of the story but you'll get the gist. So even before Moses was born, God was already stirring things up in Egypt in the midst of hardship and oppression. Instead of destruction being the e- after the equal sign, God turned it around and he made them fruitful. It says in Exodus 1 verse 12, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And I think for us, it shows us, it showed me definitely that um, it gives us the assurance that when we're hard pressed by life, by circumstance and even by the enemy and that we won't die, Mm -hmm. but strength will rise. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that stuck out to me is like, as soon as we accept Jesus into our lives, our equal sign will forever be different. Mm -hmm. We won't get what we expect. We won't get what this world will give us but we get um divine mm. we get a divine thing at the end of it and jesus has always and will forever change that thing after the equal sign from death to life so what does this actually mean to you knowing that whatever you go through in life whatever it is you face what does that mean to you knowing that god is going to change that thing after the equal sign for you if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Give us an example. So like if you said, Lisa adds something. So, um, well, the example I gave in the Bible was Israelites plus slavery and hardship should equal death mm-hmm. and destruction. Yeah. But it equals fruitfulness right. okay. and multiplication. I think for me, I'll say it makes me hopeful. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, um, there's a scripture I have on my wall, and it says, the the path of the righteous, it's like the morning sun. It gets ever brighter yeah. to the yeah. fullness of um, of new day, to the fullness of dawn. And um, 
and when i read that i'm just so hopeful that regardless of where i am now whether it's my fault mm -hmm. or whether i feel like i've just found myself in this place there's always a better day ahead it's always yeah. gonna get better mm -hmm. the fact that we are the righteous and yeah thinking about that sometimes it's like we don't even deserve it yeah but when i think about that i'm just so hopeful there's hope there's hope so i think that's that's one thing that it leaves me feeling hopeful yeah. what does this this story that i've said to you just now what characteristics of God like jump out at you mm -hmm. after reading this? Merciful. Yeah. They did not get what they deserved. Yeah. Um, that's and that's one of the attributes of God that make him very much unlike man. Like mm. we heard, you know. Um, man, you know, you batted me up, I will bat you back. Like, I will, yeah. you know, we, we want to respond in a way that we feel this person deserves. Yeah. We, we owe it to ourselves to respond in this way mm. and god doesn't deal with us like that he's very mm. delicate that doesn't mean that there aren't consequences for our actions yeah you know they will definitely. be yeah. you know yeah. there are consequences for our actions but um he he is merciful you know we can have that hope and we can be hopeful and we can be understanding of the fact that um whilst there'll be consequences he will always be graceful towards us he'll always show us mercy and we can rest in that yeah that isn't giving us a license to sin of course not definitely not but um it is there you know he's merciful he doesn't have to be yeah. he's the holy god he yeah. shouldn't be yeah you know if we if we want to be honest about mm. it um we don't match up to him at, at all he's holy but he's merciful he is loving mm. yeah definitely um and if we go to the next bit of the story so now Moses is about to be born and he's going to be born into a time where the firstborn sons are going to be murdered mm. and what happens is when he's born his life is in danger so his mum does something really brave and puts him in a basket and leaves him to the mercy of the river um, and this spoke loads to me because I was just like this bit where Moses is in the basket is such a reflection of us as children of God mm. and the fact that Moses was directed into a place of safety mm. shows us that we are not at the mercy of our we are not at the mercy of our elements or the things around us mm. because Moses could have been led by the current mm. gone swerved yeah. mm -hmm. into danger but God was the one that guided him to where he was going to be. And that says to me mm -hmm. that I'm not at the mercy of my circumstance, yeah. but I'm in the mercy of God. Mm -hmm. That's right. If you actually deep it, like mm -hmm. this isn't a story. If we bring it to like real life, you've seen, if you've ever been to the beach, you've seen water, you've seen the sea. Yeah. There is nothing more powerful mm -hmm. that I've seen on earth than the sea. Mm -hmm. You can't tell the sea stop and it will stop. The mm -hmm. water will splash you. Mm -hmm. yeah. The water will splash you. Mm -hmm. No one, no man mm -hmm. has power over the sea, but God is the God that has power over the sea. Mm -hmm. And that really puts into context the God that we serve. He is powerful enough mm -hmm. to guide a vulnerable, innocent baby. <coughs> yeah one who has no choice but to be like trusting but he guides him into safety and that just speaks to me god's divine covering god's yeah. divine power his mm. hand is in everything mm. and it always it also reminds me of that bit in job where 
Job has gotten to the point where God is like, actually, I'm going to lay it down for you. Can you um, tell me where you were when I was doing this, this and this? Mm-hmm. And Job is like, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't. And it brings into perspective, God is actually really powerful. This mm. is the God that we serve. Mm. This is the God that we serve. Mm. And then it goes on to say that when, um, when he was found, the way that you can distinguish someone that is from um, Eastern Asia from the, someone else that is from Sub-Saharan Africa, that's where, the way that you can distinguish someone that is a Hebrew mm-hmm. from someone that is Egyptian. Okay. They were racially distinct. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh's daughter was able to look at Moses and be like, he's a Hebrew boy. Yeah. She could have drowned him in that place. No one would have known. No mm-hmm. one would have cared. But what did she do? She took him in and raised him as her own. Divine favor. Mm-hmm. And just just to touch on that as well, I think just the the faith that Moses' mother had yeah. to yeah. even put him in the river in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it and it says so in, in the Bible how you know her, her, Moses' sister would follow the basket. Yeah. And then when it got to, to to the Pharaoh's wife, I think. When it got to the Pharaoh's wife, you know, his sister came like, you know, would you like me to get a Hebrew mother? to come and nurse the child, which is actually his own mother. Yeah. Yeah. And how a lot of the times God is saying, trust me with this, even though you don't know how it's going to come back to you, yeah. even though you, you don't know how the fruit is going to look, yeah. trust me with it and you will see it come back to you. Once you position yourselves in a place that um, God can use you. And it's mm. it was, it's just so mind-boggling to me that yeah. a woman would trust, would just have so much faith that wherever this, this child will go, I believe God that you would turn it around. Mm. Yeah. And like how, 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 what are the odds, you know, of you being able to nurse your child that you thought would die? Yeah. Um, But when you, when you give things to God and you trust him, he does really turn it out, turn it around for your favour. Nurse your child in the house of the enemy, the people who want to give the child. I know. It's like mocking the minute. It's like you're laughing in their faces. I know. Ha ha ha, you thought you were going to die, but I'm (laughs) I'm about here. I'm I'm eating your food, you know, I'm nursing him. I'm giving all the nutrients that he needs. Um. But yeah, it's just that that's what God does. He really does blow our minds. Yeah. So again, what attributes of God can you see in this short snippet? Him being sovereign. Yeah. He gets the final say. Yeah. You know, we do not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we often think we do. Um, but he gets the final say. Moses, look, you know, as as you said about the his mother being able to come and and nurse him. Mm. God has got the final say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, I think for me, one thing I take from that is God is our keeper. Yeah. Um, He's literally the one who keeps us. I think it's very easy for things to happen in our life and we just see as we just put it down to chance. Oh, it just happened to happen. Oh, I just happened to, you know, I've gotten the job. Oh, I just happened yeah. to have seen this person. And, you know, I said something to them that lifted them up throughout the day. Oh, mm-hmm. I just happened. This just happened. That just happened. But it's actually God, if you do. Yeah. It's actually God throughout um that keeps us um there was a scripture we shared earlier um in jude i believe where it spoke about how god is able to keep us from falling Mm -hmm. he 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 is only one who's able to keep us if he's not protecting us he's he's keeping us from evil he's just he's just our keeper Mm -hmm. he he really is just our keeper yeah i put protector as well Mm. like god is always watching yeah even when Sometimes, as a human being, you can't physically think of everything, even That's if true. you class yourself as a control freak. Mm. 
mm. or you 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 cannot you do not have the capacity to do so but mm. god doesn't have any lack mm. i think it's called the element of surprise because there's there's some parts of us that just won't know yeah you know but it, it will just take us unaware yeah. Um, because we will be surprised because we're not God, you know. Yeah. And God isn't. <laughs> you've. You've. <laughs> sorry. Someone said before. You know, God isn't surprised that we are like. Oh, you lost your job. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry, I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was. I was attending to someone else. I totally forgot about you. That's so like, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm so sorry. Let me just go and reroute this. Mm. And I. I think we we think that you know some things take God by surprise. Like yeah. it does to yeah. us. Okay, God, how are you going to handle this now? Oh my gosh, have I messed up? Like yeah. we're not that great to mess up God's plan. That's, That's true. true. So true. Um, so I think we just have to to trust that He's God, yeah. and yeah. we are but dust on scales. And we ch- if if we can trust that He would speak to us, let us trust that He would order our lives in a way that would glorify Him. Yeah. Not yeah. just how we think it would be, That's but in so a way true. that would really yeah bring glory unto Him. That's so true. Because yeah. everything we're saying now just reminds me of Psalm one two one, where um David writes, you know, the one who um, watches over Israel, the one who watches over us, he doesn't sleep, neither does he slumber. Mm-hmm. So at times I feel like we have that view of, oh, he, he's not everywhere at the same time. Like, he surely can't be seeing this. Yeah. He surely d- wouldn't know if this happens. Yeah. But he's actually reminding us that I am the one who is your helper and I don't sleep. I never get tired. I'm mm-hmm. for, At the end of it, it says, I watch over you as you come in, as you go out. Mm-hmm. I am the one who watches over your life. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the ability to watch yeah. over. Our, we don't have the capacity to say we want to watch over our lives. It's I preserve your coming in and your going out. So yeah, yeah. just going off what Ifa said. That's yes. that's spot on. And I think it's all well and good saying it, but with anything, with the word of God, is mm. if have you actually deeped it? What that the what that actually means for your life. Mm. That even as we're sat here with everything that we've spoken about, do you actually understand if we allowed this to rest in our hearts that, as you said, that God Mm. is our keeper in wherever you are in life, God is our keeper. Mm. Wherever you find yourself, God is our keeper. Nothing Mm. comes as a surprise to him. Mm. We have our own plans. It says that man may make plans, but God is the God that orders our steps. Yeah. He is in everything. So even if our plans don't go to plan, God is sovereign. Mm. He's with you. Yeah. Do you believe that he's your good shepherd? Yeah. Yes. So start acting like it. Yeah. Yeah. Respond to the truth. Respond, yeah. Exactly. Respond to the truth. I mean, sometimes things can be disheartening when you've put things in place and you're just like, oh, why didn't this work out? God is sovereign. Mm. God is sovereign. Like we have to remind ourselves not to behave like people that don't know God. Yeah. We mm. we shouldn't because that's just like who is your trust in? Sometimes we forget the prayers that we prayed. Oh Jesus, use me. Oh Jesus, order my steps. Oh Jesus, let your will be done. When his will is done, we're just like what's what's going on? <laughs> God, you didn't get my say so. You didn't get my okay on this thing yeah you didn't like Mm. i said let your will be done within reason do you know what i mean Mm. um and that's something that we really do need to remember that you need to let that settle into you that wherever you are god especially when you've given your life to christ you're a born again christian your life is no longer your own you're living a life set out by god Mm. and we need to act like that because in that place he's given us fullness of joy you're not lacking anything. You might think you're in lack, but you're not because he's with you. 
And that's something that we need to remember. Yeah. And I think one, the biggest thing that we need to remember is God loves us. Yeah. Like God loves us. God loves us so much that whatever happens, whatever happens in your life, remember that God loves you and he would never, ever, ever do anything to harm you because he is your heavenly father. Yeah. He is your heavenly father. Even if you don't, you don't have a father, think of any other relationship that you have where you really and truly love someone. For me, it's my siblings. And I knew, I know that I would do anything in this world for my little sisters. I would do anything and everything. But the thing is, God loves them so much more than I could ever love them. Mm -hmm. And God loves me so much more than I could ever think of loving anyone else. Mm. So that just puts it into perspective. If God is our father and he loves us so much, know that whatever is happening, whatever is going on, he would never do anything to harm you. He, mm. His love for you is so great. And you can go into it knowing that he will do everything yeah. in his power yeah. for our good. Yeah. His plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. And these are just like fundamentals of just having that foundation of whenever you're looking at a situation. Because as if I said earlier on, we allow circumstances to get in the way. We use circumstances to be the lens of which we view God. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case. It should be the truth of his word. Even in the short segments that we've read, we're just like, wow, God is this, wow, God is this, wow, God is this. Mm. He is this. Yeah. And now it's time to stand on that. Mm. Don't allow it to be something that is passing. There's something that me and Susanna often say, don't let it be one touch Jesus. It's mm -hmm. not like an oyster card that you just tap oh. and remove. Yeah. It's not like, uh, what is it, Apple Pay yeah. or yeah. contactless, yeah. pat, go, yeah. no. It's important that you stay and stand on the truth of God's word. Yeah. Savings account. Yeah. Savings account. Isa. Isa. Yeah. Isa. You have to you have to stay on God's word because it's it's so good and it is the truth and our lives are forever changed by knowing the truth. Our lives are dependent on that. Yeah. Every single day, every single day. So just to round off, if you didn't know by the end of this <laughs> little session, our God is so big, yeah. so, so strong, strong yeah. and, and so, so mighty, mighty. <laughs> that there is nothing, nothing that he cannot do. Well, Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you just, yeah, you just felt the goodness of God in this podcast. Yeah, he's so big. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.